So here we are on the inaugural podcast. <laughs> I think that I'm a millennial solely because of this action. And that's the podcast. Uh, yep, that's it. Um, here's a word from our sponsors. Do you like websites? Do you like video games? How about computers? What's another thing you like? Brand muffins? Oh, we like that too. Here at McDonald's, we love lots of stuff. And make sure to check out our quarter pounder now with more than a quarter pound. It's great. Fried fries, you know. The works. And that was a word from our sponsors um, at Burger King. Thank you very much. So, uh, how have you been doing? I've been doing okay. Um, my leg's been hurting a lot. Been stabbed in the leg by a, an escaped gorilla-crocodile hybrid. It's, uh, it's not as bad as you think, you know. It's like a it's like a stick. It wasn't like a knife or anything. I had a lot more questions than fear in that situation. And I think that's okay. Another great part about our generation. Always asking questions. Always afraid of silence. Well, on this podcast, we're never afraid of silence. I mean, I could stop talking whenever. Why am I not? Or why am I creating odd pauses? I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe that's just who I am. What team I'm fighting for. Maybe I'm just grasping for material. <laughs> Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <sighs> so yeah, this is uh, a boring foray into actually recording myself, improving with myself. Very muchly inspired by Paul F. Tompkins, the King. Paul F. the King Tompkins. P.F.T.K.T. Uh, as he's known to his close friends, relatives, and me. While I don't have a backing track now, you better believe that I'm going to Google classical music and then just, you know, paste that right over this shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much PFT's paying uh, his pianist, Mr. Evan Schlutter, but... Uh, yeah, no. I, I, mm, mm, I don't got that. Even if, you know, even if he's a friend, I don't got that either. Nope, we're just desperately trying to get along. Wow, 
this recording software is very stressful. It's like a it's like a countdown timer, but it's it's going up, you know. Imagine if a rocket ship was, uh, you know, it was going up, and you had no idea when it was going to end. But also, the 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 gaps in between the numbers was stressful. It was like one, two, three, four, five. See, that would just freak everyone out. That is why I minimized it. And (laughs) that is why I am not going to be an astronaut. One, holy shit, that looks dangerous. You know, you think that, like, skydiving, oh, man, that really freaks me out. No, astronauts, they're literally shooting into, in a missile, into space. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it sounds cool, but I don't know. I have Google now. I can I can look at space whenever I want to. Yeah, it's not 3D yet, but we're getting there. <sighs> I even got I even got uh what is that? Planet Earth. I got Planet Earth. You think astronauts see the safari planes? While they're up in a space station, um, pooping into a tube? Yeah, I don't think so. I think they're busy exercising for three hours a day so that their muscle mass doesn't deteriorate. Yep, welcome to zero-G. It's fun for the first two days. Then, you get tired of drinking water out of the air. And, uh, and also of your body deteriorating. (laughs) Because there is literally no force of gravity <laughs> pulling you down constantly. Yeah, yeah, astronauts. Being an astronaut's pretty overrated. And then, what's like the big part of the job? Like, is it going there? I don't think going there's the big part of the job. Because you just kind of sit in a. It's like taking a bus, kind of just louder but it's definitely the big part isn't either even the the return because you're coming back and you know i I think they get sick they get they get really sick because they're back on earth big surprise um and there's like a parade and stuff but you know you know what they're thinking they're just like oh man i want to be back in space so that's not the that's not the coolest part of the job that's not why you do it and what did, the, what did they do? What did Buzz Aldrin do on the moon? I don't think there were Tyrannosaurus raptors on the moon. Or Nazis. Neither of those things were on the moon. As far as I'm concerned. Buzz Aldrin. Hit me up. If there were Tyrannosaurus raptors and Nazis. Just, you know, on the down low. Shh. Don't tell anyone. Um, but yeah. I mean, it was planting a flag and collecting some rocks. It sounds like the most boring beach escapade you could get on. I mean, there's no boardwalk in the moon. <laughs> now, I, I bet they didn't even make a sandcastle when they, were out, when they were up there. I mean, like, 
Why would you not do that? Oh, oh, Ryan, there's no water on the moon, and the water is necessary in order to keep it. I don't want to hear it. I, you, you have water. You could, you could totally use that water and make a little moon sandcastle and then put a tiny, tiny little American flag that's made for cupcakes into that and show them that America is not afraid of size. You know, we don't need our flag to be the biggest. We just need to know that it's ours and that it was first. And that is the moral of this story. It doesn't matter how good sex is. Whoever was first is the best. <laughs> because truly, is it... No, it, 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 it's definitely better after the first time. But it could not be for some people. Maybe priests. We'll never know. We'll never know how, how they feel about it. Well, you know, except for the horrible, horrible monster ones, but they probably wouldn't even tell us. I, I, I wouldn't believe them. I'm going to be honest. Not, they don't seem like the most reliable kind of people. It's a real shame that priests are known for that thing. You know, molesting children. That's, that's a pretty shitty thing to be known for. I mean... Uh, I've, I've known many priests in, growing up, and there was there was not really that much horrible, horrible um, child abuse going. There was this one priest. Now that I think about it, and I think he touched an old lady or something. The news article was a little sketchy, but okay, he was a weirdo. But the rest of them seemed pretty okay. Okay. At the worst, annoying. At the best, you know, it's always nice to have someone who won't judge you, even though you are harshly, harshly judging them for their beliefs and things. Are there, is there a priest channel? I gotta make a priest channel. Like a... Like an HBO, but for priests. I'm, uh, you know what would uh, let's market to priests it's gotta be oh no they can't jerk off ooh what else are you gonna include then uh, that was my main pitch um big brother um desperate housewives um, real, um, what is it? Oh, oh, um, uh, celebrity squares? Celebrity tic-tac-toe. You know, the one where, where you have to get celebrities to answer questions and... Ooh, ooh, or that one with that British lady that says, uh, you're, you're done. Nope, you're the weakest link, that's it. Yep. You know, I was pretty close, though. I feel like if I were on that show, I would have gotten the point. You know? <laughs> I'm pretty great. <sighs> I really 
like game shows sometimes. They're they're a nice way to to do something, but also not do anything at all. <laughs> like, I I wish that there were casinos, but instead of horrible gambling games that I hate, it was just like trivia and and uh, the Price is Right and uh, uh, oh what other what other games what other good game shows. Um, oh, that one with the suitcases and the, the pretty women and the germaphobe? Because that was, that's an identifying characteristic of that show. The host hates germs. Hi, it's nice to meet you. Get the fuck away. Don't you dare touch me, you fucking heathen. Oh, okay. I'll pick lady number 12. Okay! That, what was a match game? Oh, match game was a great show. That was like when people could still have fun with each other. <laughs> um, back in the day, it, it was when it was when people didn't worry about what others thought. Kind of, I mean, obviously everyone still did, but they didn't seem like cognizant enough for it to matter. Said so if you said something stupid and horrible, everyone would just be like. Oopsie diddle. <laughs> and then that's it. They're, they, no one cares anymore. Now it's like, uh, you know, there's there's nothing left to judge people by. So I guess we're just judging people by their actions. And if you make a mistake, you're out. Bop-bang. Boo. Bip-bop. Bop-bop. You're gone. You're out of there. Bah, 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 bah. Uh. This isn't as stressful as I thought it would be. It's more cathartic. You ever tried talking into a metal ball for uh, for more than two minutes? It's uh, it's weird. I guess everything gets normalized. This is like when you hate your own voice for you know you know you you see yourself on video and you're just like. Just, just stop it. Why, why would you show me this? Why, do you hate me? Yeah, everyone knows that no one likes to see anyone on video of themselves, specifically. So why? But you know, you do it a couple times, and you're just like, oh, I guess this is what I look like. What a shame. And then you learn to live with it or something. I I have not, but I hear that's how it goes eventually. And now a word from our sponsors. Hulu. Fresh. And we're 
back. Welcome back. We are just talking about the scientific implications of cheese in space. Mm, here we got Buzz Aldrin on the line. What do you think, Buzz Aldrin? Uh, Buzz? Is that Darth Vader? It sounds like Darth Vader. Well, like, I'm just fucking with you. So, Darth Vader, what do you think about cheese space time? Cheesy cheese. <laughs> Fascinating stuff. Well, catch us nine o'clock on the on the sun side on the other rim ram jingle. Uh, an 82.846, 82.423. That's what we're talking about here at Papa John's Radio. Catch us back on the pepperoni flip side. Bye. Biology's pretty cool. It's pretty complicated but it's not that complicated I guess I say that about a lot of things that doesn't really mean that much I don't know, like like math or like calculus or something yeah it's complicated you know like like running a running a sprint it's not like I can just do it <laughs> it's not that complicated I guess it's just like what interest do you find in it? And then what interest I find in it is taking over the world. Um, let me be the first to tell you about the the Birch Scheme. The Birch Scheme is a um, revolutionary uh, atomic biomolecular weapon, which... Uh, is derived from maple root. Yeah, it's all natural. It's gluten-free. Um, it is not vegan. We actually we use um, pigs to find the maple root, and then we slaughter them just, um, you know, to keep demand up for the pigs. We we care about the economy. So you're you're welcome. And then what we do is we take this maple root. Um, we break it down into its atoms, and then we rebuild those atoms into a biomolecular weapon. I know. That was, it was a little too much information. Um, I was just talking, I was just talking about things being too complicated, I am making this complicated. But, uh, you know, just trust me. It's, uh, it's amazing. And what we're going to do is we're going to use it to hold the world's oceans ransom. Everyone likes oceans. Have you ever, uh, have you ever been on a beach? Yes, yes, you have. Don't lie to me. Don't. Well, you know what? I don't care if you've been on a beach. We're gonna tsunami you or something. I don't really know what the weapon does yet, but it probably does tsunami-like things at the at the the lowest setting. <laughs> Wait, let me check. Let me. 
Dankeschön. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tsunami. Uh, tsunami. Uh, gunfishes. Gunfishes. They're like fishes, but you know, they uh, they stab you right in the balls. They they do not attack women though. Um, oddly enough, they are just very ball specific. And it's not even like a gun. They just kind of go for you. There's no bullets or any. You know, most things are misnamed really poorly. I mean. Half of those guys in the Wild West that are named Tiny, they're not even that tiny. They're, I would say that they're above average, if not a, a distinctive outlier. An outlaw outlier. <laughs> oh yeah, you heard it here first. The best puns on the seven seas. <laughs> or whatever cowboys say. Well, I think our time is up. This has been an interesting foray into um, recording myself speak and getting over whatever silly inhibitions that I may have, uh, even though they are completely founded on fact and I am always right. It was wonderful talking with you. And I hope to do this tomorrow. Enjoy your today, listener.